Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Angie, an estimate rocket. Welcome to the Painter Marketing Mastermind Podcast, the show created to help painting company owners build a thriving painting business that does well over $1 million in annual revenue. I'm your host, Brandon Pierpont, founder of Painter Marketing Pros and creator of the popular PCA educational series, Learn, Do, Grow, Marketing for Painters. In each episode, I'll be sharing proven tips, strategies, and processes from leading experts in the industry on how they found success in their painting business. We will be interviewing owners of the most successful painting companies in North America and learning from their experiences. What is going on, everyone? You have Brandon Pierpont here, Painter Marketing Pros, live with Jason Paris. Jason Paris is the co uh, is the founder and co-owner of Paris Painting Olive Holdings. He is currently the chair of the board of directors of the PCA. And then we have Maggie Kuiper. It is not Cooper. Don't ever call it Cooper. Her name is Kuiper. And she is the co-owner with her husband, Matt, of Harpeth Painting. Guys, thank you for joining. Maggie is also the co-chair of the PCA Expo Education Committee, which means if you like Expo this year, if you like 2023 Expo, uh, she did a great job. If you don't, it was uh, my co-chair. Then, uh, yeah. then it was the co-chair. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll leave the, the co-chairs not here to defend uh, him or herself. So guys, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. The purpose of this is that the PCA and Painter Marketing Pros are running essentially a game plan session. So this will be part yep. one of two. It's a two-part series. Uh, one of the great things, obviously, about Expo is how much opportunity is there, right? One of the... Yeah, I guess potential drawbacks that can come from that opportunity is not really always knowing how to navigate it and sometimes having to make sacrifices. A lot of events will occur at the same time. It is a jam-packed few days. So we're going to unpack everything to expect at this year's expo, talk about last year and, and previous year expos, how this one might be different, and really how you can best navigate it if you are new to expo or even if you're a veteran attendee, what you can do to make this the most impactful year yet for your painting company. So I want to start with Jason. Jason, tell us a little bit about the background of Expo. How many years has it been going on? How many attendees usually come? Let's, let's hear about this thing. It's been going on for a long, long time, Brandon. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. For a long time, <laughs> since before you were born, before I was born, uh, before uh, the electric typewriter, you know, back when there was just mechanical typewriters, before uh, it's a long time. You know, membrane-based typewriters or, uh, or the such. So it's been around a long time. I mean, the PCA is very, very old. Uh, how many people come? A lot. I'll just tell you, it's it's a very, very high number. It could be as high as a thousand if you round up. We have uh, Nick. Welcome. Thank goodness. Nick, was, Nick uh, was keeping us on the edge of, edge of our seat there. We didn't know whether he was coming. Uh, Nick Slavic, owner of Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration, host of Ask Painter Live. Thanks for joining, brother. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, Jason was just giving us a very detailed uh, and specific background of PCA Expo. Yeah, who cares? Very long time. Uh, <laughs> it has been, I think what is relevant, it has been the event, the Big Tent event uh, for at least the last decade, uh, for sure the last five years since I started going. Uh, no, it's also through the attendees. I think we you know, were around 800, uh, give or take. Hmm. Uh, last time. So I always say a thousand because you round up and uh, yeah, it's a significant number, you know, four, four, probably six, six, six significant figures. If you uh, go to the, uh, the hundreds. You've already lost me, Jason. <laughs> a lot of people, we'll call it, we'll call it close to a thousand <laughs> people are probably going to come. Yeah. I would just say you don't want to miss out. Uh, Maybe okay, early numbers are showing you know, a big rise over last year's year-to-date year to uh, trend. So we set records last year with attendees. Uh, we're looking to grow. I mean, the metrics are showing growth this year over that. Um, so you don't want to be the one that misses out. It's the big tent event of the entire year. Uh, kind of sets the tone for everyone. So let's kind of go through some of the major events. And I know we have a, a new one. I think it, it maybe occurred a few years ago, but we have a new thing going on this year. What are the main highlights or, or what are happened, for example, breakout sessions, things like that? Maybe Nick or, or Maggie, you've been really putting this whole thing together, whether it's good or not, it's really based on you and how good of a job you did. So we'll see. But maybe you can run us through through the highlights and, and what people can expect. For the schedule? Yeah. For, for the schedule. Yeah. What are the what are the core components of this thing? Yeah. So there's um, a handful of different ways that we impart all the awesome information at Expo on the attendees. Um, there's large group sessions where everyone gets in the big room. Um, we have a speaker, we get together, we talk about the big things going on with PCA. We have breakout sessions, um, which occur multiple times throughout the week and they're topic specific. Uh, some of the breakout sessions are panel. Some of the breakout sessions are a single speaker. Um, and so those happen a lot. There's a lot of breakouts. We also have what are called brain melds, um, brain dump and conversation, brain meld. We're not quite sure what the word is, uh, but those are a small, um, we call it, we call it education speed dating. So it's like small little tables where you will sit at a table, talk for 10 minutes about a topic, and then you move to the next table and they're all very uh, focused and specific. So you can go to the table that you want. Um, and then we have social events. Those are always great. Everybody loves them. And then there's a lot of food. So those are kind of the big. And of. alcohol. There's lots of alcohol. I said lots social gatherings. I mean, yeah. The Sherwin-Williams event, lots and lots of alcohol. Nick, do you have <laughs> anything anything to add or anything you're specifically excited about for this year's expo? Yeah, I'm, I'm a teetotaler, so I don't partake in all the uh, alcohol. You know, my body is a temple. It can be a playground for other people, but uh, no, it's, it is the education. Like, and, and so you would say, you know, the, the biggest thing nowadays is, you know, virtual work, things like this. Why don't we just do a big virtual thing? Right. And what we do now know what has been driven home over the last bunch of years is you do miss something when you're not standing in the same room as somebody. And the expo has always been that, and it only has become more important because of what we just went through the last three years. Like now we know exactly what we're missing and the true value of something like this, getting in a room with 600, 700 people, at least as good as you, most likely better than you, 
doing and talking about the things you like. Yeah. Yeah. Networking is really key. I know uh, some people have, have talked about how Expo changed their life, right? So, so uh, I know Illusions Painting, um, Juan Vasquez has talked a lot about how they, they came here, him and his business partner in 2018, and he felt too small to be there. Right. That was one of that, I think that's one of the, the blocks the mental barriers people have is they think they don't belong there because they're not at, at a million or they're not at five hundred thousand, so they can't possibly be there. But you, you are big enough to be there. It's really not that expensive when you think about the future of your business. I always well, say, who cares how much it costs? <laughs> I mean, you gotta spend money to make money, first of all. Uh, second of all, this is what you call a balance sheet activity, not a not a PL statement. So uh that should work out just fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone in the universe is saying that any expo they've ever been to was a waste of money. Yeah, never. No, universally, like, and, and it becomes almost absurd to some point where you talk to somebody and they're like, hey, I just bought a Ford Super Duty truck and I bought a $6,500 sprayer, but I sure as heck's not going to spend a thousand bucks and go to that expo when really, you know, that you're investing in yourself in that. And it's really one of the, smallest dollars amount of things you're going to invest in into something in your business over the course of a year. It's actually getting cheaper every year if you think yeah. about it with inflation. Mm -hmm. so. You're right. Yeah. So we are, a lot of people are, are commenting. So as a reminder, guys, this is a round table. So if you have questions specifically that you want to get addressed um, from the, the horse's mouth, so to speak, ask your question. Someone asked when and where. So it's in Albuquerque, New Mexico, February 22nd to 24th. That being said, there is also a Paint It Forward event on February 21st. So we that is a it's a charitable event. It, it started with Albright Painting out in California, and it is where they go in and essentially uh, pro bono paint some some nonprofit or, or something that does good for the community, local community, and assist. This year, we will be painting the iconic lib, uh, lobby of the Gibson Medical Hub. So it's an, an old hospital. It's being refurbished into a medical center in Albuquerque to help combat homelessness. So if you are common, you want to contribute to that, that'd be a great cause. Also, painter marketing pros um, will help you create social media logo and uh, and marketing for that. If you want to put that up for your, your painting company, if you do attend. So reach out to us and we will help you with that because it is a good cause. Um, also, Ariel, just put up in the comments, make sure you give StreamYard access to your Facebook so you can actually have your questions seen and we can know who you are. So you just go to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. You can actually put your name there and it won't be just Facebook user. We'll answer your question if it's Facebook user, but we won't know who you are. Jason, someone asked about balance sheet activity because they have no idea what you're talking about. Then they need to go to Expo. <laughs> you can go to Expo, long and short of it. It's, uh, this is how I always clash with my uh, CFO, with our, our, our <laughs> and uh, his name is Eric. And I just tell him that. So balance sheet activity would be like an investment, right? If you buy a building, you know, on paper, you could lose money uh, that year because you had cash out, but you really made an investment that's going to you know, carry some collateral forward. Uh, so profit and loss would be like, how much money did the business make? Right. Uh, but balance sheet, that's who cares? That's you got to spend money to make money. Right. Don't, don't ask any follow up questions on that. Just believe it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like any hate, any hateful comments or feedback, if I'm going to get it from the five right there. To say, just tweet them at me. I, that's where I, re, I prefer to receive all my hate on Twitter. So just please tweet your mean stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great point. Obviously, you do have to factor in finances. You don't want to come and be homeless. You know, you're sleeping outside the, the PCI Convention Center because you, you lost all your money. But in terms of the, the ROI, return on investment, it's just not going to get higher than that. If you're willing to invest 
a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars into Facebook or, ads flyers, invest that into coming here because it's going to go a whole lot farther for you. Yeah, don't hire a marketing company to do no, never, <laughs> never, never. Expo. just I mean, go to, expo. to choose between one or the other. Just go uh, to Expo. Just yeah. go to Expo. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, so Brandon Weichers asks Expo's 22nd to 24th. What day and time should we fly in and fly out to not miss anything? Come in on the 21st. Yep. If you're not going to do paint it forward, if you are going to do paint it forward, probably the evening of the 20th. But come in 21st, you can register and, and get your little swag bag and everything like that. And then things will start pretty early on the 22nd. Yeah. So, uh, oh, sorry. Note, note from somebody who's been there. Uh, on the day that there's actually activities, be there the night before. And on the day that uh, the award ceremony is, and we close up, stay that night. Because mm -hmm. you know, there are so many people that on that last day, they're like, oh my God, I want to have all these conversations with everybody now that I'm settled in. And guess what? I got to get on a plane. So what, mm -hmm. uh, what I normally do is fly in the day previous, get all set in the hotel. Magically, there's a whole bunch of people standing around the lobby in the lounge and you talk with them. And then that Friday night, stay again and leave Saturday morning. Yep. 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 And uh, be social. So, so networking, if you're not going to a particular breakout session, uh, if you're not attending a, a certain networking event, try not to just hang out in your hotel room because you're going to meet a lot of people, like-minded people. Don't be, don't be Nick. Well, Nick's on, on performance all the time. So he probably has to rest at some point. Yeah. This but, I am, uh, someone new. That is a tone. That's something that I'll say at the beginning of this expo as well. I said it last year, but if you see someone that's there clearly by themselves, they're sitting alone. I encourage people to go talk to them. So if you're planning coming by yourself, you're not, you know, you're worried of who I'm going to interact, interact with, just know everyone's going to be on high alert to look for people that could use some, some interaction that didn't come with anybody and you're going to be well taken care of. One of the biggest things that we are intentional about at the PCA is those fresh faces, those non-members, those people who have never interacted, Jason and I specifically, and the rest of the board members are looking for you there because we want to make an introduction. We want to make you feel at home, just like how people made me feel at home at my first expo. I yeah. thought they made fun of you, Nick. <laughs> they absolutely no, that's did. all the other ones, not the first isn't one. That, isn't that what love is? <laughs> I thought Skatura made fun of you and called you a hipster and you told him you speared your own fish. Oh no, that was actually, no, uh, that was Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave was actually very friendly. <laughs> so I, I want to circle back to something Maggie said, because I remember when I first heard it, I had no idea what people were talking about. It's a weird name, brain melt, but oh. on the subject of networking and getting to know other painting company Perfect. owners, I think it's huge. Maggie? Yeah, listen, I have a special, this is like a weird thing to say, but I have a special place in my heart for the brain melts because our very first expo, we did what Nick and Jason said not to. Matt and I came down, we went to the opening session and then we were like, brain meld, whatever, we'll skip that and wait for the, for the breakouts. And we came into the room as everyone was finished and we were like, whoa, there's like electric energy in here. What's happening? Everyone's like sitting at tables talking about, things that are important and so like i said it's speed it's speed dating yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna yeah. walk into the convention room after you went in the lobby and got a Lacroix and a granola bar that they provide during the break and you're gonna come back in and there's gonna be little table signs with topics and there's 50 tables in the room and there's gonna be 40 different topics on every single table um, and so you'll pick a topic and you'll sit down at that table and there will be somebody leading the conversation and the topics are all over the board. Um, there's tables about 
growth. There's tables about finances. There's tables about marketing, Google reviews, how to appropriately text with your customers, um, AI and using artificial intelligence. Is that what AI stands for? It, it is indeed. <laughs> you could ask chat GPT. I still type everything. Um, pricing, sales process, at, the list could go on. Um, like I said, there's over 40 different topics and you'll sit at a table for 10 minutes. You guys will have awesome conversation focused on that topic. Someone will ring a bell and you'll go to another table and that'll just rinse and repeat. Um, and it's just so cool because you can interact with people, hear what they're doing, hear what's working, hear what's not working. There'll be an expert at the table that can give expert advice. It's not just uh, peer to peer. It's also expert led. It's awesome. Um, it's my favorite part, if you can't tell. And that expert yeah, does also facilitate so that it's not a, there's not a single me monster that just dominates yep. the table. Uh, that's one of the, the core parts of being a good facilitator is making sure that everybody gets involved. And so you're free to come in and just uh, sit at the table and try and soak things out or soak things in. But that facilitator is going to try and draw you into the conversation. Yeah. Uh, so that everyone gets a chance. And to then there's always, I highly recommend bringing business cards if you still use them, because more than not, you're going to sit at this table and you're going to realize that there's a super similar business to yours across the country. And you're going to want to be like, hey, let's connect, you know, let's continue this conversation. And then you're going to be like, oh, I don't have a card. How are we going to talk? And so bring a stock, which bring a lot of business cards, bring a lot of business cards. Yeah, so I, I moderated one last year and I didn't know what it was. And and it's exactly that, right? There's all these different tables. There's someone sitting there and it's pretty intimate. What is there? Eight, eight people, six? Less than 10. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. And what is it 20 minutes, 30 minutes per table? It's 10. It's 10 minutes per table. So it yeah. seems like longer. You can stay seated at the same like table. That. Yeah. If you really want to hammer something, yep. you don't have to get up every single time. You can stay there. And then basically seven, eight, nine more people are going to sit down. But the thing that kind of blew my mind was seeing... Oh, you know, I, I'm just trying direct mail for the first time. I don't, I don't really think it worked. And, oh, I tried direct mail. Yeah, actually here, it wasn't working. And then I did this and you just seeing that those kind of light bulbs go off from people connecting. It's a very structured networking opportunity to me. It seemed like the most impactful activity there. Absolutely. I agree. What, what are you, so I guess all three of you, I don't know who wants to kind of take the lead on this in past expos and we can focus on 2022 and then just in general, what have you found to be the most popular um, either topics or the most popular events or what do people tend to sort of gravitate toward and get the most out of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we probably won't go, we probably won't talk much about the 2021 expo too much. That, that um, one wasn't, wasn't perfect. But in general, yeah, I'd say in general of, you know, recently it's been around the labor, labor shortage. That uh, one was virtual, by the way. I just want to note that it was virtual. That's why it wasn't perfect. It wasn't within, it wasn't a bad expo. Right. We didn't have one, an in-person expo yeah. that year. Uh, yeah, as of recent, it's been the the topic around labor. I think it's been the, the main one. Uh, the shift on millennials entering the workforce has been a topic that's been uh, previewed expos that draws a lot of interest. Um, maybe Nick, Nick, what's yeah. one that you, Nick always Nick actually gets a pretty good draw no matter what he talks on. Uh, what are some of the favorite ones that you've been to the last couple of years? Yeah, uh, so I'll be going hard on oil primer this year. So that'll be a that'll be a crowd pleaser. Uh, no, the, you can track my arc through the expo when i first showed up it was just like i have no context i have no perspective what is this who are you i assumed everybody was single owner operator house painters who really liked old victorian mansions 
all in one place. And then I met Dave Scaturo and Gina Court. And, and then you're like, oh, there's other versions of like being a house painter and you can paint uh, oil tanks and uh, water tanks and things like that. And so originally to me, it was just like gather it all. I'm scooping information in. I'm scooping information. And then pretty soon you start applying some of that stuff. And now different things become interesting to me as we go on, because when you seemingly solve something in business, you don't have an end of things you need to solve. More things come up. So now as, as we progress through professionalization from employee handbook, SOPs, um, you know, basic job costing, once, once you get a good handle on that, the next layer of stuff comes up and then you go back to the expo and ask those rounds of questions. So I'm coming in hot. I have my leather bound notebook. I have four pages of stuff that I'm specifically looking for from other contractors and I will corner you and I will harass you and I will try to squeeze information out from you in the kindest way possible. But that's what I'm going to be doing. I love that. So yeah, that's, that's a lot of what this is about. So Nick's coming in, Nick, obviously the, the man who knows it all, but he's coming in because he recognizes he doesn't know it all. And so he actually wants to get this information. Look at your business, right? If, if this is your first time or if you're a veteran attendee, look at your business and figure out what you need help with because there's literally everything. Everything's covered here. Fulfillment, hiring, sales and marketing, it's all there. Or show up and we'll give you things to work on. <laughs> you're, there <laughs> you're are things that you need to do that you don't even know exist anymore. And honestly, that's yeah. how I found out about all. I was very proud of myself before I went to my first expo. And I went, uh, I left that first expo thinking, I've done nothing. I have a, I have a mountain of stuff to do and a lifetime's worth of work. And five, six years later, we've been plowing through it and it's great. Yeah. I want to add to you, I think, um, for, for more sophisticated businesses where the owners may be less involved and the machine is running and they're like, well, what am I going to get from expo? We've got our Google ad thing. I'm not even running it, et cetera. Um, I think there's a huge, non-curriculum component to being in a community of people who are all emotionally in the same place as you, right? So running a business is, is hard and owning a business has a lot of emotions that come with it. And you're in a room full of people um, on that same journey with you, whether you need the nitty gritty details about um, marketing or whatever it is. You might also just need the emotional support. You might get relationships that are going to help you become a better person and business owner. Yeah, bad bad reviews, uh, a worsening economy. You're not the only one dealing with this stuff. And uh, I know that in in expos, past expos, people have formed kind of, I'm not going to call it a support group, but a networking group, accountability group. And then they'll end up meeting monthly or weekly after that. And that's huge. You know, I think that the painting, Nick's talked a lot about the painting industry has been largely divided sort of, you know, everyone's an enemy to everyone and, and you just kind of do your thing. And this is the antithesis to that. So this is, you actually get in and you work with people and you grow together. Um, so Kaylin said that this is her first expo. She's excited for that. Kaylin, thanks for coming. We're really excited to see you there. Um, Make sure you track us down and say hi, because uh, there's all sorts of people on social media that are like, this is my first or I'll be yeah. going there. But then there's also a bunch of passive aggressive introverts like me from the upper Midwest who will show up to this and we see each other from across the room and walk separate ways. Do not do that. Coming from somebody who has done that, go up and introduce yourself to people and specifically come find one of us and we will happily uh, give you any context, sit down with you, have a cup of coffee, whatever you need. I give big hugs. <laughs> and Kaylin's going to get one because I know Kaylin. Do not hug me. Do not touch me. Oh, I will. Same. And you know it. Same. Nope. <laughs> 
All right. So someone, uh, someone asked, I'm a paying participant. I'm a member of PCA. Do I need to pay for my boyfriend to participate only in the evening events? He is not participating in the daily sessions slash activities. I think you can do one-off dinners. Uh, yeah, there's a meal. A yeah, there's like a meal only thing. Mm -hmm. Now these are not just meals. It's like, <laughs> like I don't even know what's going to happen. I'll be honest. Uh, so in, in, yeah, uh, our, our dear um, underwriters and champion sponsors of the PCA pull out all the stops when mm -hmm. they do these evening parties. We've had, we've had evening get togethers at rodeos, the entire rodeo stadium. We've you had remember the magician. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh I mean, literally pirate ships. Um, you name yeah. like, it. Is... walking around. Uh, what was last year? People flying. Last year was, with, at, was in this. Disney. At yep. the... It was in Disney. Yeah. So it is, it is a professional thing. This is not us in the lobby of a Marriott at the hotel bar. This is legitimately an event, an event. So yeah, it's good. So the, some, another Facebook user asked, so it looks like you can pick the days you want to go. How would you guys respond to that? I'd say, I mean, if you're going to book a flight, uh, go the whole thing. If you're only going to go to specific days, uh, go when Maggie's presenting on something. Yes. Are there, there aren't day passes, are there? Or, uh, there might be. Okay, might be day You can divide it up however you want. I wouldn't honestly. recommend it, but like I said, it's a balance sheet activity, not a PL uh, transaction. So yeah, spend money to make money and you just carry it forward on an accrual basis to the next year. Yeah, you know, money means a lot of things to a lot of different people. At the end of the day, it's fiat currency. Right? You know, what is yeah. what is real? What is your truth? Is Time really is a circle. Truth? Yep. All right. Um, so Nate Mitchell. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you guys are going for it. So Nate, Nate Mitchell, no, Nate and his wife, Chevelle, well, they run two coats painting. So he had a, a really good point here, which is actually kind of, kind of what kicked off this whole series. So I love his, his question. He said, I guess it wasn't really a question. It's a comment. So we are not coming to the expo this year because we were sloppy with the information that we obtained from the Orlando, Florida mm -hmm. expo. So because we didn't apply the information, we thought it wouldn't be a good idea to go until we apply the information to our business. We got it. What do you got? Wrong. No, nope. wrong answer. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it's wrong, but it is wrong. You know, it's it's not right or wrong. Feelings just, are valid. Jason, no, I, I would also say not how accountability and motivation works. Uh, not in the, you know, typically if you're not going to like work out or eat healthy, you don't abstain from uh, being confronted with that reality. You put yourself back into the crucible, and that usually is what changes action. Um, now you might buck the trend and be a little countercultural in your psychology, uh, but typically, you know, the odds that you're going to do a course correction um, in the absence of being around a cohort that's going to push you harder is going to be a little bit challenging. Yeah, we are your accountability partners, and if you duck us, we will find you. Also, just come. I was going to say, usually, execution everything. Ideas are are cheap. Execution is everything. Uh, but with AI which I think I'm going to be talking about, nah, 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 newsflash, uh, it is actually the ideas that are valuable and execution is cheap. So let's think about that. So I have to tell my children multiple times to put their shoes in the shoe basket. And so maybe you just need to hear what you heard last year again to really execute. My oldest puts her shoes in the shoe basket now. The other ones are still getting there. So just because you didn't implement it the first time doesn't mean it's a lost cause. 
Yeah. And, uh, much better than I did. One of, one of our friends in the industry, Nick LaGrasso, who runs a, a great painting company in Missouri, literally at the end of every one of these things, he pulls everybody aside and is like, this literally gives me the fuel to do this for another year. Like this is the shot in the arm that I need uh, just being around these people. So it is helpful. So I, I want to dive into this from a little bit of a different perspective. Um, and, and I want to segue and tie into what Nick, you said. So you said that, that the first time you went, you, you got a lifetime of information to work on. That is great, but it can also be pretty defeating. You know, it can feel really overwhelming. Like, like there's no way to get it all done. And potentially, um, Nate and Chevelle, maybe they got a little bit of information overload and, and maybe they thought about doing it all. And, and it was kind of a paralysis by analysis. So they didn't really know, know where to start. What do you recommend for people who are coming into this? Maybe, maybe they're a new attendee, they're fresh and, and they're just going to get so much information. How do you actually execute without become, becoming overwhelmed? Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, Jason and I, and the rest of the board of directors at the PCA have, have, uh, given you a way to solve this for yourself. So go to the, go to the expo, meet the humans, get the fire hose turned at you, and then sign up for the business accelerator, which basically with a cohort of people walks you through every step you need to do. It orders it for you in order of priority, gives you action items, and then you have a group to hold you accountable. So we we knew that this was the, the missing thing in our industry was that sort of like, all this information is free, but it's not really organized. It's not readily available. We have done that. But then also that expo gives you that sort of like, you get to be around inspirational people to show you what 10 levels down the road is so that when you're going through the business accelerator, when you're professionalizing, when you're putting your business through traction, it's not this slog where you can't see the end. You can meet people who have already done that. And that is your inspiration. Yeah. I love that. You you're solving some problems, but this idea of 10 levels down the road, a lot of times you don't even know the questions you're going to have as you grow. If you're at 500,000, that's totally different from one and a half million, right? Which is totally different from 5 million. So as you yep. grow, especially if you're ambitious, you're going to encounter different struggles. But the good news is there's somebody, there are multiple people all along that journey at Expo that you can talk with. Yeah. And, and uh, we, we all know and love the transition curve. It's that thing where you're, you're stupid and happy and you're riding up this wave of enjoyment. And sooner or later you get to the peak of that and you get a whole bunch of data and it starts making you sad and you start riding that transition curve down. And at the bottom of that curve, you either crash in defeat or you gather up the information, gather up the gumption and head back up. And I will tell you, at least three of the five or six last expos I've been at, I've been riding that curve halfway down and expo caught me and brought me back up like that. So job costing was a great example. You get introduced year one. It wasn't until two years later till I felt I had a really good thorough understanding of the ins and outs of job costing and could explain it to somebody and use it for something in my business. But you keep plugging away at it. It's if you, if you hear about one thing one year and you don't get it done, guess what? You're going to do it. It's not a big deal. Just go to the expo. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Patrick Porter asked, are these sessions geared more towards business practices or tools and proper applications or both? Are there business offering their services such as marketing or bid packages to purchase? Yeah, Patrick, I'll, I'll get you while we're there. Are there video shorts of previous expos? First of all, I'd say we've slanted a little heavier on the business side. You're still going to get quite a bit of practical applications, specifically in the trade show uh, time. Um, and then as far as shorts, yeah, we have a creative team that puts together all these little jazzy clips. And uh, 
I, we'll probably be pushing those out in the in the weeks to come if they aren't out there already. I saw someone ask a question on pricing, Brandon. I just want to clarify that. Uh, it was he said something around like twelve hundred for the full thing. If you go on site, show up uh, day of, and you are not a PCA member, you'll pay twelve hundred, and that gives you access to everything. If you are a member and you've taken advantage of the early bird pricing, it's eight fifty. Uh, 950 if you choose not to take advantage of the early bird pricing. I would recommend becoming a PCA member. It will pay for itself on your expo discount. Uh, so first I'd become a PCA member, then I'd register to go to the expo. And yes, that would be full inclusive of the, of the entire event. How, how expensive is it to become a PCA member? It's again, irrelevant, Brandon. These, time is a circle. Time is a circle. I keep, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I'm totally not sheet activity. I thought I explained yeah. that to you previously. This is, this sounds exactly like the conversations I have with my CFO, not a PL item, but a balance sheet activity. So I don't want to hear any questions about pricing. Uh, the real answer is a dollar a day plus a little bit of interest that comes out to three ninety nine. but it's actually, there's negative interest because of inflation. So you're saving money by spending money. <laughs> So I want to bring up a, an important add-on to this question. Are there video shorts of, of previous expos? So uh, if you come to this expo, this is something that was just decided by the PCA. They are going to record every single breakout session. So essentially all these events, not, not the brain melds, not necessarily every, every single table, but all the breakout sessions are going to be recorded and you are actually going to get access to that. So one of the big things is, is you go to a breakout session. A breakout session is just... Uh, essentially a, a presenter in a room, maybe a hundred people, and they're covering a topic that you care about, but there might be two other topics happening at the same time. That's been something that that's kind of that trade-off. You know, you want to, you want to know two or three things, but you can only go to one because at the same time, if you go, you are going to get recordings of all of them. So not only will you get so much information while you're there, you'll actually get even more to take home with you. So that, that is the first time ever doing it. I think it's a huge, huge bonus. So do come to Expo. That changes everything. You didn't know about that, did you, Jason? Did you know about that? I get a lot of emails. I'll be honest. I don't <laughs> any of uh, All yeah. I know is I'm going to listen to him because Matt and I are at the same time as Nick Slavic. Oh, weren't you in charge of scheduling that? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? That, that was the co-chair. That might you have know, been on okay, purpose. Cool. I don't know. Do not be surprised if I rally my troops, march them across the hallway and sit in on yours. I will literally like the Pied Piper right across that hall. <laughs> Nick's going to abandon his own presentation to support yours. It's a panel. I'm sure the panelists will be fine without their moderator, Nick Slavic. So Kalen wants to ask Jason, are you leading any specific uh, breakout sessions? Yes, I am. It is going to be on machine artificial intelligence learning, uh, colon, mm -mm. all your base are belong to us, get pwned noobs. We can just move on from that. It's okay. You don't even have to address it if you don't I want will to. not yes. that one. Uh, on uh, like the whole chat GPT phenomenon, obviously. So mo some painting contractors are now using Excel uh, and G sheets, which is great. That's like, welcome to the 1980s. Uh, now there's this thing, I don't know if you've been aware of the chat GPT, which is just machine learning uh, or artificial intelligence, but it's, it's kind of become an easier interface for mass, mass uh, adoption. And so we're going to talk about that, how you can use it uh, in your business, specifically a painting company to be more 
effective and efficient. Nick and I were playing around with it earlier this week and uh, solving all of life's Nick's personal and business life issues. Mm -hmm. uh, I have used it to write poems to my wife. That's been great. And uh, <laughs> don't tell her that. Uh, but also it has many good practical business applications. So myself and Miss uh, Morgan uh, Knox will be co-presenting on that topic at Expo in Albuquerque. Okay, a Facebook user, I'll, I'll just I'll just keep going. Uh, a Facebook user who did not identify themselves um, asked who got the PCA scholarship. I don't think I know the answer to that. I'm, I'm not sure that that's- I would say if you haven't applied, applied. Uh, this is something like most, most scholarships like, is gonna go underutilized. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, there's a good chance of that. Uh, we get, we'll probably get someone from Russia that applies and just hacks our funds. Uh, <laughs> so please apply. Uh, you know, yoke up with a uh, paint rep, whether Benjamin Moore, Sharon Williams, yep. uh, or other, so we know that you're a real person and have a real need. Uh, but please apply to that. You know, yes, it's a way that we like to get people involved that typically wouldn't be making it otherwise. Yep, yep. And we will uh, we'll be posting the recording of this, and we'll be sure to include a link to apply to the scholarship. So if you haven't applied, uh, then you can. Someone else asked. They said they're confused on the cost. You pay the registration fee and then for each day you want to go. No, you really just pay one fee and then you go to all the days. If you're going to go like and pick days, I would say just don't do that. Yeah. No, the, 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 the fee that Jason listed out covers the 850, 950, whatever, covers the whole thing, including all the parties, all your meals, all the education, the trade show. The only thing you have to take care of from there is getting there and sleeping somewhere. So the, someone else said, but I feel like Tanner and Brandon are my homies. I hope to meet those guys in person sooner than later. That's awesome. Not, not that it's, great. Look, I it's, mean, really, it's not, it's not. Maggie's met me. It's really not that great. It's, it's all shine and no stuff. spicy. <laughs> um, someone else asked, and I think I actually missed a comment earlier, but someone asked, when will next year's date be released? So 2024. At Expo, and you'll only hear about it if you're at Expo. If you don't attend Expo, otherwise, and you'll find out where it is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I might, we might tell you where it is before, but I won't tell you the dates. You have to be at Expo if you want to hear the dates. I was going to bring up where it is now, but we can also just not do that. You guys, no, we can uh, tell, we can tell people. We can where this year is. No, no, no where, where next year where is. Where next year, next year is. Uh, right? Hold tight. Yeah, let's just do it. All right, let's just do it. Nick is Don't worry. You're the president. You just go right ahead, man. You're not the president, chair of the board. Maggie, can I do it? I, I'm just next year is going to be back by popular demand in Orlando, Florida. Announced here first, Orlando, Florida. People loved it. Getting a lot of tweet activity right now. It's all Nigel. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Guys, you brought this on yourselves. Um, someone, okay, so next year is Orlando. Uh, Orlando was last year, and this year is Albuquerque, yep. New Mexico. Little pop, little, little pit pop, pit pop, called the ping pong game. Yep. Um, all right, another Facebook user said, this is really, really cool. Uh, immediately applying many things from Expo last year and buying certain softwares took us from a $400,000 company to over $1 million this year, I would directly relate our success to applications from the expo. 
Well, that's a nice Ooh, I just got goosebumps. Did they mention any people in specific that really helped them at the last Except expo? Everyone except for Nick Slavic was amazing. Slavic. I, knew it. I don't they, know they why they identified him. Everybody but me. <laughs> it's everyone. No, they, yes. they did not identify anyone. I don't know who they are because it's Facebook user. StreamYard can be a little bit weird with the names. I would love a follow-up comment on that, though. Someone but that's a super good point that we haven't really touched on, which is what goes on with the vendors and the trade shows. Mm. And, I mean, I know our company has taken a lot out of actually getting face-to-face -face with the software company or the marketing company yep. and asking the specific questions and building that rapport and um, using it. I mean, we were trying out a software last year on the computers for probably a half hour at the trade show. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for yeah, sharing that. I, very anecdotal uh, sort of example, but I made lifelong friends with a vendor there. The the people at Surf Prep, you meet them, and those people love sanders and sandpaper. <laughs> they love sandpaper, and the enthusiasm is just like infectious. So when you walk by the booth, you're just like, "Wow, you really like this." So you sit down and talk, and next thing you know, you're like lifelong friends, and and it's just a and yeah, you love no, sandpaper, and I I love sandpaper too, not as much as them though. <laughs> So someone else asked again, trying to get clear on that price. So if I paid twelve hundred, that would cover all of it every day. Don't pay twelve hundred though. Become a PCA member and pay less. Yes. Mm. Like and then get healthcare. So like, it's just kind of. I don't even want to hear these questions. Yeah, and then you get overdrive. What does too. the membership cost? It's basically going to pay for pretty much pay for itself with the discount. Then then you get the membership. Yes, if you did, if you were not a member and you said I like to, I don't know what you'd say. I would want to hear that. Someone else said, and, and I'm interested in Jason's response here because he's been pretty opinionated about coming. Uh, love that sentiment about getting the information over and over. I'm also guilty of not implementing a lot of info from last year. And the only reason I'm not coming again this year is because, Jason, ready? We have a baby two weeks beforehand. That's limiting beliefs and head trash. 100%. I would, I would bring the baby. I would bring the baby. Uh, you're congratulations not on your new baby. Go ahead. I'm just trying to be nice. I'm saying congratulations. We hope that it's healthy and everyone's happy. You know, you look we'll at the demographics in, the US, in Orlando, China. One of our strengths of the country is we do have a pretty good birth replacement rate compared to the rest of the developed world. And so you look specifically at China, they're going to have go off a huge clip. Germany's already seeing it. Uh, India is a little more stable. Uh, but the U.S. is all in all, we're in pretty good shape. Obviously, we had the baby boomers. Uh, Gen X was the smallest generation per, of ever, of percentage-wise. Uh, millennials are okay. So I would just encourage births of children uh, by whatever, not whatever. I would just encourage births of children. And uh, so what we want to say is congratulations on your new baby, and hope to see you at yep. Expo uh, next year in Orlando. Yes. Use my mic here. I didn't say Orlando. I'm not getting fired. <laughs> Two weeks uh, before, that is a tough one. Uh, yeah. Uh, baby gets in free. Oh, baby, okay. there you go. I will personally pay for the baby. I will personally pay for the baby to come. Same. It cannot, it cannot attend the Sherwin event, though. It's going to be very loud. <laughs> it's up to you. you. Have those little things. Your discretion as a parent. How much do you love your industry versus your baby? 
So we were just talking about this this morning and, and someone asked, uh, went to my first expo last year and was amazing. I would love to take more of the team and invite other friends that have painting businesses, but there is a language barrier. Well, you guys eventually have translating. KSL La Problema. So lucky for you, I know 37 words in Czechoslovakian. So all you Czechoslovakian people, you show up and I got you. I got you. The issue he's talking about, Nick. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess you didn't specify so language. Pretty good Spanish contingent. Are we doing any sessions in Spanish this year, Maggie? No. No. Okay. We will be eventually. We uh, will. It's a very, it's on our radar, hardcore. Yeah. I would say there are plenty of people that I, I want to want to assume Spanish, but that is the majority of our industry. Uh, we would love if you attended and we'd love to make concessions. It won't be perfect, uh, but we'll get the ball rolling. And we also have uh, uh, Spanish-speaking ambassadors with the PCA. We have a whole Spanish-speaking contingent. Uh, Mike, if, if you speak Portuguese, there's going to be about 46 people there uh, that you're going to be able to converse with. So there is, you will not be alone. I will tell you that much. Okay, someone else asked, are breakout sessions recorded and available for later use? Going to be missing some good ones while sitting the one I choose to be at. Again, yes, they will be if you are an attendee. Only for attendees. You will get them all if you attend. So if you come and you have to choose, you know, choose the one obviously that most interests you because you might have questions that you can directly get feedback on while you're in there. But then you will get recordings of the other ones as part of the, the benefit again, first time ever the, that the PCA is doing this for 2023. So that is really don't pirate. If you're not an attendee, don't pirate it. You wouldn't download a car, would you? Okay. So don't, don't pirate it. Um, all right. Someone else said, getting so psyched for my first expo. And that's as a vendor. Looking forward to meeting, seeing you all in real life. Super excited to meet you too. And I, I want to circle back to this idea of, of going from 400,000 over a million and implementing new softwares and all this stuff. One of the coolest things, it's cool to meet the vendors, right? It's cool to, to actually get to know them in person and learn more about what they do in more depth. But it's a lot of times you don't even know, right? You don't even know the things that are out there in terms of automations, in terms of just some of the ways that companies are implementing their backend systems. And then you get there and you're like, holy God, like I don't have to be loaded with that amount of work. You mean I could just, I could just use this software and it'll do it for me. So you never know what you're going to come across. Uh, avoid Jason because it's going to get super weird, super fast. But the other softwares, aside from the, 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 uh, all the AI and circular time, it's also really, it's really impactful. Jason confuses me. I don't know what, what he's talking about. That was very offensive. And I would like you to apologize. apologize. I apologize. I offended, I offended Jason. Um, the jiving only right. goes one direction. So don't, don't, don't slam. I back. can't. Yep. Nope. I take it. Can't give it. Yes. You got sir. it. Thank you. People are excited about chat GBT, uh, GPT, excuse me. Um, we have a link to the scholarship that was posted in the comments. So do check that out. It's just PCA painted, uh, org forward slash expo forward slash pricing. Um, someone here went to expo 2022 on a scholarship. That's good. So I want to ask a, a question again. I know it's a, it's a, a barrier for a lot of people mentally. I think it's why a lot of people don't end up coming. How big do you need to be to go to expo? If you just started, yes. should you go or, or you don't really belong there? What, what's the thought? Nick, what was your top line revenue when you first went? <laughs> I didn't track it. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I was a single person painter. I was uh, it, it, literally the, the most, when you think about the expo, if you want to talk about bits of information, bits of perspective and takeaways per dollar, you will never get more bang for your buck than when you're a single owner operator who has done none of the things to professionalize. You, you will never get more out of anything. You will pay people in the future 
tens of thousands of dollars for coaching over years to get the same thing that you're going to get at expo for 800 bucks. So that's probably a good point. You probably get the most incremental value, the smaller you are. Yep. And after that you're chasing diminishing returns, which still have enough value uh, or you just go ahead. But Jason, but also the, you know, like right now, those six things that I need to know can only be found <laughs> at these in-person things. And they are important. They're not like, what is an SOP? That's like low hanging fruit, discovering what that is, doing them and then showing them to others, getting their examples. That's a quick hit. Now, when you want to talk about inspiring a certain type of personality in your company to, to achieve at the greatest levels, that's something that is a very important decision. It takes a long time to discover what it is and implement, and you can only get it from some of the highest performing people here that it's, it's, yeah, it's so important. There's content for all sizes, literally. Um, There's content for single, single owner operators. There's content for a team of three, a company on the threshold of a million or a company that's pushing 10 million commercial, residential, fine finishing, historic renovations, whatever your niche is, cabinets, there is content for any company. And my partner and I were very strategic about digging into that, that nobody's time is wasted and everybody is filled. And, you know, even for guys like Jason and I, I mean, we literally control about $33 million worth of home trade services in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area. And there's still something for us. Don't ask me how to break that out between his business and mine, but together, even for us big guys, (laughs) we have something that we can find there. So. I would also say, I think Expo is a phenomenal place to receive. Uh, it's also a place to give. Yes. And that's something I always encourage people is uh, if you're new, reach out to other people. If you see someone that's obviously new, please reach out to them. Uh, but go there, get all the information you can, uh, but also go there and give because we all do better and we all do better. You know, the biggest plight that we like to complain about in the industry is the bar of professionalism not being very high. Uh, it's really by supporting other people and helping other people, you can help make a big impact. So I also encourage people to go to Expo, uh, not just for what they're going to receive, but what they can also give to others. So Kaylin said her, her paint rep is helping with the cost. Never hurts to ask. Have you guys ever heard of, of anything like that? Yeah. I mean, try your paint rep, try your uncle, uh, try your grandma, uh, try your neighbors, you know, whoever you can get to sponsor, you're going to Expo. It'd certainly be worthwhile. Yep. Uh, Brandon Weitzers just said, just saw the room rate for the hotel is only valid through tomorrow. So through January 20th, I think that you, there's a, um, like a block, right? A PCA. Yeah, she gets special pricing with the PCA. So the PCA negotiates on a, on a group rate, much like we did with health, in, health insurance. If you're a PCA member and you get a discounted rate, we also have that for the overflow hotel because as I mentioned earlier, we're up, was it 25, 30% year to date from last year on expo registration. Uh, so the primary hotel has been booked out. We have a overflow hotel just down the road uh, that a lot of people are going to be staying at as well. Yeah. And one thing you'll learn after going to a few expos is that these are beautifully designed and orchestrated where the actual expo, the exposition is right below on the main floor of the hotel resort complex and your room is above. And that is the most efficient. So you don't have to Uber, taxi, bus, anything else over there. If that's filled up, there's obviously the overflow thing, but it's a good lesson to you guys, which is early bird pricing for the expo, 
book your hotel rooms at the discounted rate early on. And then literally at the last expo, me and my entire team, we didn't leave the complex. We went from our rooms to Jason's presidential suite, which had two floors, and then back down to the expo every day. We didn't leave the, the complex, which is super Way convenient. Late, and I wanted to go to bed and Nick was just <laughs> whatever you were doing. Yeah, that thing. And I was trying to get to sleep. It was very frustrating. Just want to have that confrontation with you right now. I've, I've held that for almost a year. It's I hear you, Jason. I can, you. I can see that you're in I your feel heard. Right I feel heard. So that's a, that's a good first step in mending this. Um, but like, I don't like expect any recourse. So uh, a couple people are saying they're in Tampa. Why not Nashville? Um, it seems like there's some confusion on. Why on not Nashville? Okay. I, love Nashville. I told you guys. I told you not to do it. I send the, send the hate mail to my tweets. Uh, my Twitter's my Twitter address and handle. Uh, I'll just say in general, we try and bounce around the continental U.S. So you go East Coast, maybe a little middle, maybe maybe dabble in the West if California wasn't so crazy and no one wants to be in a northern climate in the winter anyways. So you kind of dabble back and forth. Uh, maybe in Nashville. Talk to Nick. He's going to be the future chair. He Talk to Maggie. She's in Nashville. <laughs> Nashville's in a very expensive you know what, guys? place. You know what? Stay. <laughs> I feel I feel comfortable just saying it. Twenty twenty five. We're going to. Don't say anything. Oh, he froze. He froze. He froze up. That's too bad. We'll try next time. That was a good joke, Nick. I appreciate that. Thanks, man. <laughs> so we we have uh, addressed. Okay, if you're if you're super small and you're just starting out, it makes sense to go. If you're really big. You know, Nick threw out the 33 million a year uh, combined revenue. It still makes sense to go. You're still going to get something out of it. And and Nick kind of already hinted at this because he talked about all the, the Portuguese um, speaking, you know, speakers that will be there. But people have asked me, hey, do, do international companies go? If I'm in Australia or England or Canada, should I go to this? What's your guys' response to that? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, this is a place where knowledge is exchanged. And a lot of the things we traffic in are not Nashville painting business, Minnesota painting business. This is business. And this America is America like, is the center of the world. Of and you're going to want to come to America to <laughs> be the cool. We are the world police. We are the best country in the world by far. Uh, so definitely come to our expo in the United States of America. We also like Canada, but USA is number one. It's like not even close. We're just, we are such a global superpower. It's, it's unreal. We have a vast, uh, vast system of rivers that can move our goods to and fro, uh, especially with the shale fracking that's been happening. We're very well positioned for the next couple decades. Possible to mute, Jason? <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Um, oh, there we go. It's, he muted himself. We're, we're set. We're golden. Uh, yep. All right. Someone else, we already we already covered this, but I think we could, we could address it again really quickly because I know it is a, a common um, thought or question. I'm interested in improving skills, but I don't want to add staff, right? A big focus is always growing interested in improving skills, but don't want to add staff is the expo recommended for a solopreneur like me. I would say grow your bottom line. If you're not going to grow your top line, grow your bottom line. Uh, you can definitely improve your profits, improve your quality of life. You know, those would be good key metrics. If you didn't want to grow the top line. Yeah. And, and literally the ethos of the PCA is build better contractors. What it doesn't say is build bigger contractors. And so it, 
you can you can basically take all these we always talk about professionalization and all this businessy job costing and stuff like that that is not only for big businesses that is for all businesses it's just that our industry doesn't readily do it because we come into this industry as craftspeople and not necessarily business owners and we have to learn how to be business owners so these are not things that are nice to do in business these are things you must do if you want to make it past a few years in business and not ruin your life Revenue is vanity. Profit is sanity. Don't you don't keep revenue. Um, Allegiant painting is the one I did ask who commented that Allegiant painting went from 400,000 to a million. So congratulations, Allegiant painting on that progress over the last year. That's awesome. Someone else asked, I need help with all the tech stack stuff. Suppose I could get that there. Yeah, that, that's, that's like the best place to get it there. And the nice thing is yeah. you'll be able to hear from multiple people, their perspectives on it. Uh, absolutely. Yep. There was someone and that mentioned that like tomorrow's the last day to register for the room block. You'll have a few days more than that. Just so you know, we're used to dealing with painting contractors. We know if we say 120, a lot of people aren't going to do it. So there's like intentionally a little bit of buffer there. Uh, so don't, don't like freak out. If you remember on Saturday, you'll still be able to get the room block. I'm not going to yeah, tell you what the actual date is because then you will actually procrastinate until it's too late. Uh, but you do have a little bit of time to still get in there. Yeah, like Jason said, we we know our core demo and a surprising amount of people wander in from the street on the first day and register and go in. And it's like we're happy to have you, but it's Nothing wrong with that. Happy happy to Yeah, we love it. Yep. There's accommodations for everybody. People asked how do you apply for the the uh, scholarship? You it looks like you go to that link and, and you write a paragraph stating why you're deserving of a scholarship and then a recommendation email from a manufacturer's representative. Uh, certifying that your company is good standing and deserving of a scholarship. So a couple steps, not not too difficult for the potential uh, benefit that you gain there. Uh, someone else asked, is it mainly owners that go or do they bring one of their crew? Nick, how many people are you are you bringing? Uh, let's see. We're bringing six people. We're bringing my entire leadership team. And uh, the year previous, one of my painters won Craftsman of the Year, and I brought him and his family too. Maggie, I know you're bringing a bunch of your team. Yep, we've got six coming. Yep. Da everything from the owners to our uh, accounting manager to project managers, salespeople. Anyone say, that doesn't pick up a paintbrush for us specifically is going. Yep. We're bringing Jason, our four. You? I don't even know. I mean, you would probably know better than I would. I, I'll just let's round up to ten. Let's yep. say let's round up and say it's ten. Uh, but I think to that whoever said that question. You're going to be just fire hosed with so much information. The first thing you're going to want to do when you get back is try and translate that to your team. And this will help save you that step. You can get on the same page, especially if you have some key people in your organization, yeah. go shoulder to shoulder through the expo and then be really ready to attack uh, the business right after together. Yeah. And uh, you're going to, so one of the weird things that I've experienced from other people when they get back and they get back and, and guys like me are just fired up like, oh, I have so many fantastic ideas for you guys. Just sit back. This is going to be great. And meanwhile, everybody's like, dude, you were gone for a week and you came back and you're just like, you, you don't blink. Like what's going on here? Having some of those people at the expo to be similarly inspired like you now there's context when you go back to your business and they all understand they all have that feeling and you don't need to impart that in them when you come back so again it's it's great to bring as many people as you have but uh do what you can it's important that you're there so jason got a, a lot of love here a lot of people are very excited to meet jason in person now um so that's cool give him a hug give him a big hug make sure do not touch me i'll just make I'm that not, very clear do not hug me 
I'm, uh, I'm seeing the comments and I'm not seeing any of that. Tons of love. Tons oh, of love. Thank you, Nick. Um, another, another comment software is huge. Makes a big difference for everyone. It's a couple above that one. Uh, there's two. Um, software, software is huge, makes a big difference. So kind of tying into that software and, and learning things that you didn't know existed. If you, you, you meet the, the vendors, right. And you actually learn about these softwares, but also at the brain melts is really where it comes into play. Cause you say, Oh, I'm having, I'm, it's so frustrating trying to schedule or I'm growing, but, but I can't like keep, keep all the customers, you know, uh, organized and things like that. And that's where you get a lot of that, that key data is from how other companies are already doing it. Absolutely. So, um, Brad Ellison said, hypothetically, Brad, hello, uh, runs Ellison painting, very successful painting company out of Detroit. He said, hypothetically, if I'm not a painter, what type of clothes should I bring for the paint it forward event on the 21st? Hypothetically, there's a chance that I asked my husband that same question. I don't know. You like some jeans? Jeans. Uh, I would, I would definitely go to your paint manufacturer and get the painting bibs. They're great to wear outside of painting too. I'll just say that right now. They're very comfortable. Nick knows this. They have pockets on the top like this. And so you can store snacks in there when you get hungry and just eat them very easily. Uh, so get the bibs. You're going to use them more than just painting. Use them for lounging around the house. It's pretty church. cool if you're trying to go to, go to church, go to the club in your, in your bibs. And, uh, okay. you know, what do the kids say these days? They're just razzmatazz, you know? Whatever exactly what the kids say. Dang it. I was looking this up the other day, and my, my source did not get back to me. Uh, Gucci oh, turn. listen. Get real I'll Gucci turn. Yeah. Because yeah, my kids go to public school. I got a fire hose of the latest. Oh, uh, it's lit. It's fire. It's dope. Slay. I'm, I'm all over it, man. I, I'm it's okay. I'm so in response to Brad's question, I know one of my first expos, I was like confused what the dress code was. Like, I was like, is this like a businessy thing where everybody's going to be wearing businessy clothes or is this a casual thing? Um, and then you have these, you know, this invitation to these vendor events at night. And you're like, again, am I supposed to wear like black tie optional or, are we just still in our pajamas? So um, to, to distract from your Urban Dictionary conversation, um, it is definitely a, a, a very broad range of attire. There's people that come in their painting jeans and their company t-shirt. There's people who come in their, I'm going to sell a paint job outfits and everybody smiles and hugs each other when they meet and nobody <laughs> is too concerned as long as you are clothed and bathed and um, there to represent and learn. And the same thing goes for the events. If you want to get dressed up and have fun, great. I don't think a, I don't think a bow tie or anything that significant is necessary, but not also, yeah, it's not, it's not wrong. It's, I was going to say, but you do you and I can guarantee you, you'll be loved no matter what. For shoes, I'll just say for shoes at the Paint Forward event, you probably want to get some updog shoes. J Jason, what's what's up? What's up? Dog? Not much. What's up with you? Don't do this, guys. Don't do that. <laughs> so, so someone else said, uh, my business after Expo 2022 did six times the revenue than we had done the year before Expo. So that's really exciting. Someone asked Jason, uh, what where the Overflow Hotel is? Looks like it's in 
Albuquerque, like, Marriott, Urban North. He's asking Jason the logistics now. Jason, <laughs> when I get there, where do I park? Just email Jason. Jason. <laughs> yep. They also asked if there's a shuttle. Is there a shuttle that's going to be running between the Overflow Hotel and the Expo? Do you guys know? Yes. Jason's all over this. He'll get back Jason to you. No it. problem. Yep. He's okay. a, yeah. There's a super helpful staff at the PCA. Like literally, I know you guys are asking these and people are actually like putting links, which is awesome, but there is an insanely helpful half of the uh, staff at the PCA. Uh, even my company, when we tried to register, register six people in there, there were some things we just wanted to make sure got done. We talked to the staff 15 minutes later, we're in, they couldn't be more helpful. Someone else said all they really care about is running smoother without the headaches. I think that's yeah. huge. We have better <laughs> contractors, not necessarily bigger. Yep. Yeah. As um, I always say, slow is smooth and smooth is fast, you know? Fast. So I, I want to uh, I want to see if I can pull anything out of Maggie. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. So we we uh, obviously you've been planning everything. So again, it's it's if it's a success, kudos to you. If it's not, <laughs> uh, it was the co-chair. Um, so are you able to divulge any uh, any of the topics from, let's say, the brain melts or any of the breakout sessions so people can can actually hear as opposed to, well, we're going to cover everything? Um, they can actually maybe hear some of these specific topics. Totally. I Am I wrong that those were published, the topics? 100% might be. I fly okay. by the seat of my pants. So no, no, no. You're good. I was, yeah, I was just pulling it up. If you go to the PCA website um, under Expo and Schedule, it has the schedule which lists the breakout sessions. Um, so it has Tuesday the paint it forward. Also on Tuesday, there's a blueprint reading class. I've seen a lot of chatter lately on the Facebook groups about learning to read blueprints. Um, so, and everyone who's attended this is awesome. That is not included in the in the core expo registration. But I think PCA is sending out information on that. Uh, so Wednesday, um, what we did this year, I think you can go to the PCA website and read the details. The big thing that we did this year, the feedback was everybody loved everything last year. And that's not an exaggeration. Um, I didn't plan it last year. I have no dog in the fight. That was literally the feedback from everyone. The negative feedback was they felt like they were drinking from a fire hose and they couldn't get a handle on the information. So the big thing that um, we did on the education committee is we took the days and tried to theme them, not like Mardi Gras theme, but the day first day is a marketing theme. So the majority of the topics on the first day are about marketing and selling that will allow you to just stay in that brain set that day. So just thinking about that category. The second day, we have the um, trade show in the afternoon. But in the morning, aside from Jason's robot thing, the content is a little bit more about the self and like the journey of the business owner and developing yourself as a person um, and really taking care of yourself and where you are in that journey as a business owner. And then on Friday, the focus is more operational production. Um, okay, we've marketed it. We figured out how to sell it. We figured out how to keep ourselves as business owners emotionally afloat. Now, how do we get the ball rolling and how do we make this crank? And so we've really tried to make it so that instead of feeling like you went from marketing session to a um, how do I grow my business session to a 
session about commercial, um, there's a lot of focus. So all the attendees should be able to kind of focus on one thing for one day throughout all the content, which I think is, or I know is unique to Expo and hopefully will be an awesome way for y'all to learn. So Maggie, someone asked, is there a list of the vendors that are coming? Is that included on online as well? Ooh, uh, I, I don't see no. once the app is available. Yeah, I think we have that. to wait for the app for that. Yep. Yeah. I think somebody posted a link about some information about the vendors as well too here. So. Oh, sweet. Okay, perfect. Oh, and trade show. Yeah, it's on yep. the website, the trade show oh, link. And it's got the map for all the vendors. Yep. yep. Okay, excellent. So you can, you can see where the where the actual trade show is happening and then where every vendor is. So another thing that's, that's kind of interesting um, that that's happening this year is this idea of focus groups. So it's actually during the trade show. Um, these are occurring. Maggie, do you want to kind of explain maybe what those are for people? Maggie doesn't familiar? know what those are. Maggie doesn't know. Uh, Jason, Nick, you guys know? Focus, focus, focus group is where you get a group of people to really, how do I say, focus. And uh, <laughs> the purpose of this, no, I say this is your chance. Obviously, there'll be like uh, big manufacturers or vendors that want to get some intel on what direction they should be heading. And it guides some of their strategic decisions for the next year or three-year picture. And as a, a PCA uh, Expo attendee, you know, you're kind of one of the influencers, one of the top of the top, uh, that they're going to be curious to hear your, your thoughts. And so your insight, your preferences, uh, your desires could help mold and shape the direction, strategic directions that some of these vendors take over the next year or through your pictures. Yeah. You, if you want to talk about influencing an industry, uh, I was part of a focus group from Purdy maybe four years ago where they started talking about like they really were curious about how we carried our tools around and stuff. And then three years later, magically, the uh, Purdy painters boxes showed up. So it's really cool to be like, that was it. Like yeah. we, we had we had we had influence on our own industry and these vendors care about the craftspeople of this industry and they're actually seeking yeah. advice so we can shape the future of it, which is super so, cool. For whatever reason, first place my head goes is you could get like four or five people together and just like meme it and uh, like set, set a company up, like tell Purdy something just ridiculous and, and really have a good joke of it. Uh, but don't do that, obviously, you know, be honest. I think that's It would, that's it would cool be funny thing. for a moment, but then a lot of people would lose their jobs. The more that I've gotten involved with the PCA, the more I've realized that the vendors and the partners that they, um, or vendors that they partner up with are exactly what Nick said, companies that care um, about what they're doing, whether it's sandpaper or brushes, and then care about who they're doing it for. And so um, if you have the opportunity to do a focus group, don't be like Maggie a couple of years ago where you didn't go because I don't know what I was doing, but um, I think... <laughs> I think it's super great. And people like Brandon who have a business that is there to serve us need to hear from us what's going well and what would they want help with. Yep. yep. And I, I think it's so easy to, to kind of discount how unique the painting industry is. If you've been in it your whole life, most industries aren't like this, right? Like you can't actually go and just hang out with, with Jason Paris and Nick Slavic and Maggie Kuyper and, and, and these top hitters in the industry and just get all this information. You can't go into a focus group and impact the entire industry. You're not going to do that in roofing. You're not going to do that in HVAC. You're not going to do that as, as a dentist. But painting is, is as Jason always kind of talks about it, it hasn't yet reached its renaissance. 
is professionalizing, there's an opportunity for you to step in and get essentially on the forefront of a wave here. Uh, and that's huge. That's exciting. It's a so, special time. It's a very special time. Yeah. Um, I want to, Nick, you, you probably don't have this written out. So it's, it's kind of a weird question, but I got to imagine people are listening to you and you're, you're saying you have four pages of, of topics of stuff you're hoping to get out of this expo. And I know if I, I heard you say that, I'm thinking, what can Nick possibly need from the expo? Having gone so many years and run the business he, he runs, would you be willing to share some of the things you're hoping to achieve? Yeah. So first off, how dare you know how to flatter me? Uh, I, I do appreciate that. Uh, you know, what's really funny here on my, uh, computer monitor setup with multi-monitors that I completely came up by myself. I had no influence from, you know, people like Jason Paris for that, but on here I have Google keep, and I actually have the very first set of notes that I kept from an expo when a painter who is very near and dear to my heart pulled me aside and for four hours just told me, here's some books, here's some things. Think about this. I still have these. I'm still working on it. Uh, the thing for me, uh, the unsolvable thing that I really need a lot of stuff on is, of course, uh, perspective of leaders, uh, how to lead, and then not only just how to lead and hold accountable. There's the whole LMA, lead, manage, and accountable, but then inspire. And when I what I go there for is sort of this almost intangible thing. This is one of those six things, but one of them is like this intangible thing of like, I want to see how Matt Kuyper talks about his business and how he talks about his business and the words he uses give me so much perspective about what a good leader does. And when Jason brings his whole team, you're looking at people revving at the highest possible speed in our industry. What they talk about, how they talk about it, who they talk about it to is so interesting for me. And that's things you can only get at the expo. There are also things about like, you know, uh, the next level of when you when you talk about financial stuff, you start at the bottom with job costing and then you start adding some things. And pretty soon you're into cash flow projections and then you're into like budgeting for your business. So now that you walk up that pyramid of financials, you start getting into the more sophisticated things and then you start looking for examples of those. So there's a couple clinical quick hitters that are good, but then there's that stuff that you're you're not going to you're not going to learn how Matt Kuyper and Maggie Kuyper lead a business from a Zoom call. They could tell you and you could understand those words. It is completely different than standing in a hallway for an hour talking to them about it. That's what I'm there for. Yeah, I love that. Um there there's also to everyone who's listening and and who's again, they've never been to an expo and they're not really sure if they're they're quite there yet. There's this idea that that you are like the five people you spend the most time with, right? And there's mm -hmm. a, a professional kind of kind of tangent to that surround yourself with with great companies and great business owners and you're likely to start to gravitate that way yourself this is the top the top of the top of the painting industry so if you run a painting company and you care and you you want to not not necessarily grow if you want to grow yes but if you want to just make it better right improve your profit margins and make your life easier i don't understand why you wouldn't go it doesn't make any sense beautifully said brandon yeah, it's it's thinking like a business owner, right? And and whether or not that maybe you know there's that debate, a painter versus business owner, are they the same thing or different? I personally feel that that they're sometimes a little bit different. Um, but if you're thinking like a business owner, this is your ROI. This this is where you get it. Um, I'd love to. Nick, you have something? Oh, I was just gonna say like somebody had posted on Facebook like why go to this? It's like here's the deal. You're going to get a whole bunch of just stuff. There's apps, there's software, there's job costing, there's things, but you will think about yourself, your business and everything you do differently after this. I can guarantee you, you're going to walk away changed. I have every single time and it never stops. 
every single time I walk away thinking about what we do differently and being inspired. Love it. So I, I'd love to get from each of you some advice in terms of what to make sure that you do. So when you go to Expo, and this applies to, to people who have been before as well as new people, what do you need to make sure that you do? And what mistakes, I guess, have you seen people make where maybe they, they went and they didn't capitalize on it the way that they could have? So what should you do and what should you be sure not to do? I have an answer and I think it's, I think it's the same for both. Um, don't, don't worry about other people while you're there. Don't worry about the size of another company or um, what specific part of painting they're in or um, how many people they seem to know in a room or how fancy their up shoes are, whatever it is. Don't, don't worry about other people. Um, and then on the flip side, uh, that's the same thing, right? So like be focused on, be focused on gleaning and growing and just knowing that it's a community. Um, dude, I'm a girl. I went to high school. I like, I know drama inside and out and I know, <laughs> I know how this works. Our human nature is to get in a room full of people and think people are, you know, judging and comparing and doing all these things. And that's just so not the case at Expo, like at all. Um, so don't forget your name tag in your room because you need it to get into places. And then don't don't think other people are out to get you. This is this is the most welcoming group of people you could ever meet. I'd, I'd just double down on that. I don't have anything new to say. And I will say, uh, be prepared to make lifelong friends. Uh, you, you think you're coming here to get some apps and to get shaken down by Brandon and the other marketers to, to hold you upside down and shake nickels out of you and stuff. But you know what, though? I mean, they're actually good guys. But you're going to make lifelong friends. You're going to make such meaningful relationships all these people that I know in the industry are from stuff like this in person. We never would have these connections. I can personally call upon the biggest thought leaders in the industry because we have a base of trust and a friendship. And when I need that thing that you can only get from somebody doing what you're doing, but better, and you have a personal connection, I can call upon them. Those relationships were all forged at these. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. There's this idea of abundance versus a scarcity mindset, right? And scarcity is worried about the the competitors and what they're doing, are they taking market share? Jason has his, his Sherwin-Williams, although maybe that was, I don't know. I don't know who originated that now at this point. I've gotten conflicting information, whether it's Jason or Nick, but there's the idea of doing the math. But I, Jason, I feel like I feel like somebody told me that. You that think Nick, Nick came up with num as a numbers guy? I'm, I'm data king, baby. He's the data king. All right. So yeah, it was from somebody, but uh, the, the idea, do you guys want to say it? One of you guys as a, so in residential repaint, came up with it. as Nick always says, in residential repaint, hyper-fragmented market, uh, as he always says, your competition is only how well can you execute your business model, right? It's not, you're not competing with market share of other painting contractors. Good litmus test or sniff test on this is how many gallons of paint are you buying a year? And how many gallons of paint is your local Sherwin-Williams selling a year, right? Now, how many gallons of paint are all the Sherwin-Williams selling in the area that you are willing to drive to, to service? And then what percentage of the market does, do those Sherwin-Williams stores have as composed to compared to like the PPG, the Benjamin Moores, the Bears, uh, et cetera, right? 
it's a small number, right? Small you extrapolate those outs. There's a whole math math thing on there. I put up a video four or five years ago on YouTube. Uh, after You've I probably seen it. an Ask a Painter live show. I mean, it's very informative stuff out there. So, you know, Nick actually deleted the Ask a Painter live show where I did this uh, with him. Uh, did not. I just blocked you from it. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, well, Brandon, I know you're bringing this to a close and, and you, you know what you're, you know, you know what you were getting into, you know, we like to rough you marketers up a little bit, but you, you do this very well. You lead these conversations very well. And we thank one you. Thing for he does well. Do, <laughs> can I finish my sentence or like, what are we, what? up dog. Do I just hit the red X right matter, now? Or matter, right now? Right now? Matter, right now? Do I hit the red X, Jason, right now? Oh, I was giving Brandon a compliment. You rightfully cut me off. And Brandon, you must be used to this by now. Hold right? on. Hold on. Yep. Oh, I appreciate the attempt. That was very nice of you. Um, yeah. So the the abundance versus scarcity mindset. So even if you find yourself trapped in that scarcity mindset, it, it's an easy thing to think. You know, you, you understand it, but it still can be scary, right? A lot, a lot of business owners operate with fear, especially when you look into an uncertain economy. There's uncertainty. Business ownership is inherently risky. One of the really cool things, even if, if you're kind of trapped in there, you're not 100% sure how to get out, a lot of these people aren't in your market. You meet, you meet the best company owners all across the country. So you don't have to be afraid to talk to them if they're in another state. You can tell them what you're doing. They can tell you what they're doing and you can still benefit, right? As opposed to locally, if you are kind of trapped in that mindset, it might be a little bit more difficult. Um, someone else said going to PCA and being shoulder to shoulder with all these industry leaders, uh, in an intimate setting, like PCA is awe inspiring. I think that idea of intimate is really important because there are a fair amount of people coming, right? Almost a thousand. A lot of these, these conferences and these other industries might be a hundred thousand people, right? Concrete coding or something like that. Really, really big. This, this is intimate. You get to know these people really well. Um, anyone want to, I, I do want to, so I came up with a question, um, that I want to ask all of you and, and maybe, uh, get some feedback here. What if somebody goes into this and they, they really want to mentor, right? They, they're, they're going there and they know, man, I would really love to not just meet people and get ideas and, and, and stuff like that. But I would really love to kind of almost hitch on to someone. Maybe someone can kind of take me under their wing a little bit. What do you, uh, probably, probably you three can't do it for everybody. What would you say to them if they wanted that? I'd say there's a highly likelihood that you'll achieve that, uh, by doing something like this, right? So I can't make any guarantees. Uh, I also won't say that you can't achieve that within your own geographical niche or your personal network. Uh, but if you're looking to seek a mentor in the painting industry, this is a great place to go. You know, not just because of who goes and the, the high performance and everyone's growth minded, but uh, there are people that, that literally will, will stay involved with the PCA primarily out of a desire to give. And uh, just be aware of that, that there are givers, there are takers, those who give oftentimes receive the most. So there's a catch 22 there, but um, yeah, I would, I would, I would ask chat GPT what a good strategy would be on that. And uh, the answer is PCA Expo, right? If it's wrong, then we got to look at the source code on that. So someone said, uh, I am going to go ahead and plug that we are having a second episode of this. We're, we're actually going to deep dive into a question that was just asked. So they, someone asked, as an estimator, which presentation should I make sure to sit in on? So we're going to actually dive deeper, not just, hey, here's the list. Here's where you can find what's happening. We're going to actually explore it. So we're going to say, hey, these are the breakout sessions. This is what's likely to be covered. These are the brain mills. This is what we're likely to cover. So this in this episode, part one of the PCA Expo 2023 game plan, we really covered Expo in general. 
right? Who should be there? Uh, what, what, how to make sure you capitalize on it, what to expect, um, what to do and not to do. In this next one, we're actually going to get really nitty gritty with it. Obviously, the recordings will be available. Now you guys know that, which is a huge plus, first time ever. But it's still nothing like being there in person. And so you still have to decide if there's three breakout sessions, you, you can only be at one. And, and if you're there, then you can ask questions live and, and you can really engage in a way you can't on the recording. So we'll take a deep dive into that, into your position, your company, uh, your your location kind of in your business and life journey and and what you should be uh, game planning, right? Kind of road mapping what, what this whole thing's titled. You guys have anything, anything else that you want to add uh, before we wrap this session up? This is a balance sheet activity, not a PL transaction. So I don't want to hear any pushback from the financial budgeting people uh, because you have to spend money to make money. Okay. This is an investment. Carry that accrual forward. And uh, it's a capital expense. It's not, it's not even a capital expense, it's a capital investment. Oh, Nick, Maggie. No, listen, uh, again, uh, you're going to see a through line through this thing, which is there's some very inspirational things. Us as visionaries, integrators, and leaders can only get at things like these. And sometimes you don't even know you need it until you get there. So I would, I would tell you, even if it's not this year, just show up once. I, I have never heard a person walk away saying, eh. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. If not Albuquerque, then the unnamed 2025 location. <laughs> Orlando 2024. <laughs> Let's make a promise. We either have standards or not. We either have operations rules. We're living in a lawless country. Everything is going into anarchy and entropy, and it's fine. But the dates are not revealed yet. Everything's great. I will you will only get told the dates if you attend Expo this year. It's the only way you'll ever know. It's not going to be ever be public. That's All right, guys. Well, I appreciate your your time. Uh, you guys selflessly and gracefully gave uh, for this. The, we will be posting the recording. It, it will come out through the PCA um, Overdrive. Uh, we'll be posting the Facebook group. Thank you for everyone who attended. Hopefully, you were able to get your questions answered and learn something. Uh, you can always, as a reminder, in the Painter Market Mastermind Podcast Forum on Facebook, you can tag Nick, you can tag Maggie, you can tag Jason. And you can ask them questions directly and uh, they should res respond. Um, so thank you, everyone. And uh, look forward Nick to- He never puts down his phone, even to talk to his wife at dinner. So it's just always, always right in front of him. I live in the woods. I live in the woods and I spear fish on a frozen lake. Texting. We will be having the uh, the second episode. In and he posts it when he does it. Sorry. It's it's Sorry, Brandon. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> trying to give the conclusion. We're just having our own conversation. Yeah. Uh, I love Brandon, it. Brandon, what's wrong with your hair? Why does it look so white? <laughs> Jason, <laughs> I hate that you did that. I hate that you did that. Jason so and, and I were logged in about 15 minutes before this, and I have a whole new setup, the new camera, and my hair is pixelated, and it was driving me absolutely insane. I spent the 15 minutes changing shirts, hats, you name it, and it didn't work. So there you go. Pixelated hair. It's really it's Brandon, you are a handsome dude. Your wife helped you and you guys are awesome stop picking on him you i found thank you man. you guys are bullies they are bullies thank you it really of each other it's hurt it's hurting my eyes i need like some blue light glasses or something i don't know what's going on here to but distract really from the rest of my eyes that i can't register which where nick's face is because he's got so many pictures of himself on his walls <laughs> i can't my eyes are like jittering never hug a porcupine it was oh a gift God. from a country
It was a gift from a country, Jason. Thanks for bringing that up. All right. We are going to wrap this thing up. Please. Thank you guys for participating and we'll see you see everyone in, uh, in about two weeks on this. If you want to learn more about the topics we discussed in this podcast and how you can use them to grow your painting business, visit paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast for free training, as well as the ability to schedule a personalized strategy session for your painting company. Again, that URL is paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast. Hey there, painting company owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give us your feedback. Let us know how we did. And also, if you're interested in taking your painting business to the next level, make sure you visit the Painter Marketing Pros website at paintermarketingpros.com to learn more about our services. You can also reach out to me directly by emailing me at brandon at paintermarketingpros.com and I can give you personalized advice on growing your painting business. Until next time, keep growing. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.